ready to go. All right, I'll connect you guys. All right. Hi, is everyone here? Hello. Uh, hello. Hi, hi, Craig. Hi. Craig, this is Karen. This is Craig. Hey, is Tori the Karen? Yes, it's Karen. Hi, Craig. How are you? Good, good. We just wrapped for lunch. So time is good now. <laughs> ah, and how's filming going? Uh, day 17 of 18, so it's going oh. well. Oh, yeah, you're almost it's, done. Yeah, it's been actually, um, it's been really challenging because it's a period. So, right. the, you know, the wardrobe, costumes, locations, sets, everything has been interesting to reconstruct. And um, But, yeah, no, we just got some really top crew and facilities available, so it looks great. No, that was actually uh, my number one question is how do, how is it filming a period piece? Well, <laughs> first of all, it's challenging because um, Toronto, it, there's not a lot of 1972 Toronto left as far as location. So it, you have to sort of be imaginative with how you frame shots and how you, how you shoot them. Uh, but they're fortunately for us, there's a wealth of wardrobe available. Um, so, and we have a really good, um, costume designer. So that was, that was good. The hair was a big thing too, because not everyone has the long hair or the facial hair now. So it was a combination of, of certain casting and also, um, you know, sometimes people would use wigs, but they don't look like wigs. And some people have really long hair. And that, it's funny because that's the ones people think are wigs. <laughs> and they're real. But, but, but the whole facial hair stuff was challenging and the hair, um, we sourced a lot of costumes, but we use a pile, like, we have 31 changes yesterday and it's not just the challenge with the costumes it's not just your leads and we have 26 actors in this which is a fairly big cast for an independent film but we also have um a lot of extras like doctors and nurses and um behavioral scientists and also the other girls that were in the experiment so every last person including your background has to be dressed for period and period and then like i say and then finding the right framing and stuff so the location stuff was challenging and then when we got to the studio, we um, retrofitted some sets, but we also got a lot of really great um, set pieces and, and like you know, as far as um, furniture and and art and uh, carpets and all that stuff, we have a lot of availability for that. So it was it, because Toronto is such a busy town and has so many facilities, we were lucky that way. Yes. Now uh, you've done a lot of work in your past, and but not a true story. So, what made you want to take on this project? Well, a part of it was I, I I sort of have a fairly large development slate where I always have things that interest me. But um, this particular one, I read it about four years ago, the original article about it, and sort of put it in the back burner. And then two years ago, I got pretty serious about it. I was attracted to the story and it's the fact that it was true and not hardly anybody knows about it and the fact that it is so interesting and unique what happened back then and it wasn't that long ago to see that they you know they didn't have any regulations on even experimenting and just sort of um what the girls were put through it was very compelling so i thought you know this is this is um you know my first true story and it was challenging you know adapting the screenplay and uh, as far as, you know, getting the times accurate. But um, it, it was good. It was, I was ready to do something I hadn't done, to make a long story short. And um, and, and being period and being a true story, it, it you know, it was really interesting. But it did have its challenges as far as making sure that all the details of character and, and the, you know, the attitude and morals of the time and things like that were, were sort of um, documented. And I was a kid in the 70s and a teenager in the <laughs> mid-70s. So I... I, I 
I did have a taste of it enough that I could really, you know, sort of put myself in that place and time when I wrote it. You know? But uh, yeah, true story was definitely like there's a lot of things you have to be accountable for, and and um, uh, and then of course you know you have to like the part of it that's the most faithful is the experiment itself. There's no need to change that. The challenge is that you have to now structure it so it's a narrative, it's a, it's a narrative format. So that was interesting to do as well with peripheral characters and, and uh, telling the different, because it is as much as character development as it is about the, the story itself. So it's been a, getting that balance. Now, um, in addition, you went to York University. So what's it like filming and directing in, let's say, your home city? Well, it's funny because York, we didn't shoot at York, but it actually, a lot of those buildings are brutalist architecture. And so it sort of was interesting because it, it's that kind of bleak gray concrete. And um, so having been to York, I sort of knew that look already. <laughs> and then when I did location scouting, we ended up using um, the Toronto Star building uh, for, yeah. for a lot of our locations. And we, we shot outside and inside there because it was it was easy. It, nothing's changed in some of those floors upstairs and in the outside building and things. But uh, yeah, York was, um, it, it was quite a while ago, but it was, it's, it's neat doing something in Toronto that's about Toronto, you know? Yes, I know. So uh, how do you think that this, like, this movie relates to the marijuana culture that is going on now in Toronto? Well, it's interesting because um, it's, it's quite topical, obviously. Um, but what people don't realize is that in 72, as of as it's happened now, in 72, there was a real interest in legalizing it. It started with uh, Trudeau Sr., ironically, and um, there was all these studies done, which is how this thing started to happen. Um, but the fact that there was as much interest there, there was similar, there was more paranoia about what marijuana was back then, and that's why they wanted to do the studies. But it's also because it was such a serious crime there. If you had possession you would get six years in jail first offense just for having you know like one joint basically and if you gave that to someone not sold it but even gave it to them you could get up to life imprisonment so it was really a harsh sentencing in 68 and so in 72 that's why the federal government because you know it became a very popular drug for all the kids so they didn't want their kids. They didn't want their kids going to jail for six years or not getting into university or not being able to get jobs. Um, but it is, like I say, it's a really interesting bookend in the movie because we start in '72, and then it, it, I don't want to give away the ending, but we parallel it to what's happening now as far as the marijuana laws and, and, and things like that. But there is interesting attitudes back then even that some people thought it led to heroin addiction and it was the end of the world it would be the end of the economy if people if you legalized it and that's where this story takes place the provincial government was not as keen on the legalization so they decided to do tests but it turns out that they ended up having ulterior motives which is what makes the story so interesting and what the girls had to go through um, but it, it, there's certainly parallels not just in the fact that the legalization back then was was part of the part of the um government and 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 what was going on in our society but it's actually happened now but a lot of the themes are also similar and you know it's, it's kind of like when i was researching it it just seems like the more it's changed the more it stayed the same you know yeah no uh well as being born in the 80s i uh i didn't really know what went on in the 70s but uh through excerpts of this book in uh and through researching about your project, it's really come to like how parallel our time is to that time in the 70s. 
Yeah, no, that's a very good observation, and it's so true. <laughs> so uh, now that you're almost about to wrap, can you give us some insight on what your next project will be? Well, um, I actually, my big plan is to spend a fair bit of time on this in post-production because mm-hmm. the music's going to be very important to it. The songs from the time and also just the scoring of it using real live players and things, the editing, the sound mixing, all of that stuff. So that's going to be, and then the launching of it. So yes. I sort of have the next six months pretty busy. I also have a, you know, a, a series, a franchise that I have. And um, if it comes back, um, there's a good chance I'll do another season of that. So, uh, and then, and you know, it's funny because there was a few things offered during this time period, including a, a movie in New Zealand, but um, I just had to, to pass because this is kind of a passion project and something that it was the right time to get the crew that I wanted and the facilities I wanted, so I decided to make it now. So I'll probably, um, once it's done and launched, be looking into some more interesting projects um, to, that comes along. I, I, I get a fair bit of offers in TV, movies, and series, but it kind of, it, my own show sort of takes up a lot of time uh, as well, so I sort of have to try and balance that. And that's why it was important to find the window to do this one in the off-season on my other show. No, that's uh, that's amazing, and uh, I'm really excited to be able to view this uh, film. Can you give us like a sneak peek of when we can expect to see it? Well, I think what's going to happen is um, we're probably doing the festival circuit first because that's one of the things that I really missed. I started doing independent films, and that that was kind of the most rewarding part is going to the festivals and you know just screening it and getting people's reactions and stuff, but. But after, it, it really depends on how I time it out in the festivals, but it certainly will be late this year or at the latest early next year to come out. Okay. Well, I uh, at, to wrap up, since it's, a, it's very near and dear to your heart, as you call a passion project, why should everyone come out and see the Marijuana Chronicles? Well, I think I'll start with saying that, you know, we have a really exciting young cast. Um, some of them are uh, new to the scene and some of them are very successful, but they um, they, they are really bringing the story to life, as well as some uh, veteran actors who are, are also, um, like, I, I think that the number one thing is a really compelling cast and also fascinating characters, and they really brought them to life and gave them distinct voices. On top of that, it's not... It's, it's not a docudrama. There is humor to it. There's drama. And, you know, there's a little bit of horror even. And, and, and so it's a very interesting tone of film. Like, it's, it's, it's not, it's complicated and it's layered as opposed to, you know, it's like something that's just very um, soft and even. And, and it sort of takes a lot of twists and turns. There's a lot of plot twists involved. And, um, and on top of that, you know, I think the fact that it's authentic period and also that it's um, contemporary with the marijuana aspect and I think True Story will be very interesting for the audience because, uh, like I say, we were pretty faithful about the experiments themselves. So I think there's many ingredients that will uh, interest an audience and attract them to this movie. Well, you definitely have me captivated, and I can't wait to see <laughs> it. So uh, thank you so much for taking the time out of your busy day, and all the best on your last day of shooting. And uh, yep. I can't wait to see the finished project. I appreciate that, and thanks for doing some publicity for us. It, it, it always helps. Oh, my pleasure. Okay. All right. Thank you well, so much, Craig. Okay, take care. Thanks. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.
Thank you so much, Karen. That's awesome. Well, thank you so much. It was a pleasure interviewing everyone. Yeah, thanks for yeah rolling with the punches on that one. We, <laughs> we got everybody in, and it's only three. <laughs> I know. You know, I, I was being very patient. I thought it was going to be a longer process. <laughs> no, no. That was awesome. It really worked out, um, and everybody was willing so that was awesome yes it is so um jill will be in touch with you on when you'll be able to know about the final piece yes um also if you need a still or anything we have one that i can send to you for your um for the article or whatever um, that please do so that would be great yeah you want to still okay yes please still over for sure and if you can uh copy jill that would be awesome for sure yes i will okay thanks so much no problem have a great weekend you too all right okay bye